Welcome to Self-Worth Club, the podcast designed to help you embrace your inner courage and unleash limitless potential. I'm here to guide women like you in rising above self-doubt, cultivating unwavering self-belief, and fearlessly embracing change. Each episode provides you with tools and guidance for your journey towards empowerment and building a life you feel truly fulfilled by. So join me on this transformative path toward a life you adore, where belief in yourself opens doors to endless possibilities. Hey there, welcome back. I am your host, Zoe. Super excited to get to talk to you today about inner child work. This episode has been heavily requested, so it's exciting that we finally get to talk about this together. And I decided to make this just a part one because I feel like this topic encompasses a lot of different things, a lot of work, and my whole goal here is for things to be bite-sized, lots of action tips, and for you to actually be able to do the work and not feel super overwhelmed by what I suggest you do um, and the information that I give you. That's why my episodes aren't an hour long. So I really hope that this helps you and we're going to dive right in. All right. Remember back to when we were kids, the days when we were knee deep in play, we had huge dreams, a huge imagination. Our creativity was like a secret weapon. We were always creating these worlds that we could only dream of. Then puberty hit and life became one big roller coaster of change and discovery and it kind of still is. So we started scribbling our expectations onto life's canvas only to find out that life didn't always stick to the script we wrote, right? We went through heartbreaks, letdowns, dreams slipping through our fingers and that kind of nudged our playful spirit to a more serious outlook on life. But where's the line between being an adult and holding on to the magic of our childhood, right? It's not just about how old you are, but it's about holding on to those dreams despite the chaos that life throws our way year after year after year after year. So many of us forget to reconnect with our inner child. The one who still holds on to early hurts and dreams. And inner child work is like revisiting your childhood haunts and fears and facing the ghosts that really shaped us. And it's about finding healing through all of that. So what is inner child work all about? Imagine you're in kindergarten and you're on the swings with your best friends, and then you're going too high and you just fall straight on your face, right? Suddenly you're laughing, you're awkward, and you're trying to hold back tears because you're embarrassed. That moment of embarrassment, of feeling small and struggling to fit in in that moment, it leaves an imprint on you, whether you realize it or not. Um, even if you can't recall the details of these small experiences that embarrassed you or left you angry or hurt, or whatever the case may be, your inner child 
and yourself right now carries that weight, carries those experiences with you. All of the little and big emotions and things, events that happened that filled our days, they all still stick with you. So inner child work is about facing those old wounds head on and acknowledging the hurt, acknowledging the pain you went through, and offering compassion and understanding to ourselves. It's about becoming both the caring adult and the vulnerable child. Because that's what you need to make stuff happen, to feel whole and fulfilled. It's about providing the love and support that we need, that we needed back then, and that we really need now. And yeah, we're going to find that together. Through inner child work, you can really unlock your creativity and your joy in life and also find that resilience that you need. It is a huge journey of self-discovery, of healing, of reconnecting with the part of ourselves that knows how to play and love and dream and knows how to do all of that unconditionally. So what causes a wounded inner child? There are so many different situations that cause this. Um, Think back to when you were younger, some hurts like a toy that you wanted but didn't get were relatively small, but some were really big. Some were the result of physical abuse or emotional neglect. It's impossible to list all of the different circumstances that your younger self may have internalized. However, it's likely that if you do have childhood trauma, the effects are still evident in your life today. So here are some signs that your inner child needs healing. You have constant frustration or irritation. You have big reactions to unmet needs. Childish outbursts like throwing tantrums or saying things you don't mean in the moment. Complaining that no one understands you or you don't feel heard. Difficulty explaining your feelings to other people or why you're upset in the first place. You have low self-esteem. A particularly harsh inner critic. Immaturity problems. Patterns of self-sabotage. Fear of abandonment or commitment issues. And challenges with setting boundaries or expressing your needs. And it's not that you have to check all the boxes. It's that you may have one of these things on the list. And that is a sign, right? So it's not every single thing. But yeah, I used to have a lot of problem with explaining how I felt. Being able to verbalize my feelings. And also saying things that I didn't mean in the heat of the moment. So if you recognize these patterns in yourself, any of these, childhood wounds might be to blame. Seeing the ways that your inner child needs support can really help you to resolve these patterns as an adult. So now let's talk about some of the perks of diving into this inner child work. It is seriously like peeling back the layers of an onion and you have to start with self-awareness as the crispy outer layer And then as you peel deeper and deeper, you'll uncover a lot of goodness. So 
why give it a go? Number one, you get to know you. The first big win is self-awareness. Think of it as the cool introvert at, at a party. <laughs> you might not notice them at first, but when you do, it's a game changer. That person is just so cool and has so much to say, but they're just waiting for someone to open them up. Um, Self-awareness is like that. It kickstarts your mental fitness journey. Number two, it helps you decode the past. So if you've ever wondered why certain situations trigger you in ways that surprise you as well as the people around you, inner child work helps you to connect the dots between your past traumas and your present reactions. It's like being your own detective and solving the mystery that is you and your behaviors. Number three, coping skills get an upgrade. So you develop healthier coping mechanisms and there's no more relying on outdated strategies that barely got you through. You're really getting down to the nitty gritty of things and finding what works for you, what helps you truly heal and cope. Number four helps you rediscover your mojo. Remember your passions and dreams and talents that you had when you were little that you put into a little box and shoved into the attic. Inner child work, it's like opening the attic and finding that dusty box and you feel relit. <laughs> you find that flame again. Um, what makes you uniquely you and what used to light you up as a child. Number five, um, inner child work helps you really take the brains of your life. So if you feel like life is spiraling out of control, this is about embracing your inner superhero and stepping into a life that feels really empowering and on your own terms. Number six, Emotional gymnastics. <laughs> Improved emotional regulation is another super, super great benefit of doing inner child work. It's like having a like master ninja level emotional gymnast inside of you. You get to really like handle with control and grace all of the highs and lows that come with life. And then number seven, benefit number seven, is boosted love stats. So as you work through this process, your self-esteem really gets a makeover. It's not about perfection. It's never about perfection, but it's about embracing yourself wholeheartedly. Your scars, your quirks, and everything else in between. And guess what? That self-love journey really spills over and gives you more compassion for other people along the way, which is super cool. Okay, okay, so you're asking, sounds great, how do I start the work? I have seven different things that I want to suggest for your start on your inner child healing journey, and um, I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I want you to take it step by step, and a suggestion that I'm going to elaborate on right after I read these seven is for you to maybe do it day by day. First one you implement tomorrow or tonight, second one you implement the next day, and you kind of build on them each day, but you're adding a new one in as the week goes on every day. All right, so number one, tune into yourself. 
When life throws curveballs your way, I need you to pay special attention to what's happening around you. Notice the people you're with, the situations that trigger strong emotions, and really listen to that inner voice. Understanding your triggers and being aware of that voice in your head and what's going on can really help you to connect them to experiences from your past and find out why this is bothering you. Another thing here within this one is to take time for daily self-care. Sometimes the ways that we were nurtured or not when we were young shape how we care for ourselves as adults. So it's really important that you are prioritizing your well-being as an act of kindness towards your inner child. Number two is give meditation a try. Meditation isn't just for gurus on mountaintops. It is a tool for anyone navigating life and navigating the ups and downs. And it really teaches you to sit with your uncomfortable emotions, which builds resilience and reduces your stress. And I'm going to give you some tips for just starting out with meditation because I know it can be overwhelming to some people. They're like, I don't have time. I can't focus. All the things. I get it. Number three is rewrite your caregiving script. So let's face it, no parent is perfect. Everyone's learning and just doing the best they can as they go along. And as we grow up, we, we realize that, right? We realize our parents were just figuring things out as they went along with it. And instead of dwelling on what could have been, it's super important for you to start practicing self-compassion. Be the supportive parent to yourself that you wish you had growing up, right? Um, and again, this isn't saying, like, you might have had great parents, but, like, there were probably some things that you wanted more of or needed more of. Or maybe your relationship with your parents was awful and there's a lot there that you need to give to yourself. Take time to evaluate that and figure out how you can give yourself what you need, what your inner child needed. Number four is consider inner child therapy. So if you're feeling stuck in old habits, patterns, past traumas, therapy can really be a game changer. Specifically look for inner child therapists that specialize in helping you untangle the threads of your past and understand how they affect your present now. This one, when I talk about like implementing one each day, you might want to like save that for last, save that for once you're like a month into this practice, figure out like where you're at with things and how you're doing with untangling the web yourself. Um, and depending on like, you know, what you went through and how that process is going with you just doing the work yourself, then you might want to think about implementing that. Number five is reimagine your past. Sometimes we need to revisit our past in order to move forward. Guided meditations and visualization exercises can help you so much to connect with your younger self and heal old wounds. You can look on YouTube for this. You can go to Gaia. That's a really good platform you can use for this. Um, and for deeper, deeper traumas, therapies like EMDR offer a super great way to reframe painful memories and find healing. So look into resources like that um, and start different visualization exercises. Again, Google is your best friend. You can find lots of extra resources on these exercises. 
um, just by Googling, by finding it on YouTube, that sort of thing. Number six is have heart-to-hearts with loved ones. We all have family members and past acquaintances who left a mark on us, for better or for worse, and having open conversations with them can really offer some great new perspectives and help to mend old wounds between both of you, honestly. Um, And again, like, when you build on this one, it could be you just start that conversation with one person that feels like, okay, I could talk to this person about this, like, something that's weighing on, someone that's weighing on you, Um, and then you can build week to week talking to someone new. Number seven, the last one, is rediscover play. So as adults, we often forget the joy of play, right? But it is essential for creativity and happiness. So I want you to embrace your inner child and make time for activities that bring you joy and laughter. What did you like to do when you were younger? You know, did you like to put on music and dance around, do karaoke? Did you like to draw and color, doodle? Um... Do you love to get outside and just play and just be outside? Find ways to recreate that now. Super helpful. Um, And again, don't get overwhelmed. I want you to take it step by step. And I'm going to suggest you break this down into small, actionable steps. So I don't want you to just listen to this episode and be hyped up to do the work for 24 hours and then just move on and not do it, right? Um... I want to break this down so that you really do take action and can move forward. Like, that's the goal of all the episodes. So today or tomorrow, you start with, number one, tuning into yourself. And you try to really be aware of the little voice in your head, of your internal program, um, and your gut feelings. And also take time for that self-care, right? Think about what you've been needing lately. Maybe give yourself a pedicure or apply a face mask, go for a walk. Um, whatever you need, and then keep building on that each day for the rest of the week. And then the following day, you add in meditation. And keep it light and easy, right? Set a five-minute timer, grab a candle. (laughs) Bottom almost fell off the candle. Grab a candle, um, light it, and place it, like, right in front of you where it's easy to look down at it. You can sit on the floor, you can sit in a chair like I am, have like a little stool underneath it where I can cross my legs. Um, And then you can write down on a sticky note an affirmation for yourself, um, something you feel like you're needing. And lighting a candle and then keeping like something I can focus on next to it really helps a lot. So you're going to focus on the flame and you feel yourself trailing off. You're going to use that affirmation as like the intention for that meditation. Um, to help you just like focus on those two things. Super helpful. And again, just start with five minutes. um, And the next day, maybe you bump it up to six minutes, or maybe you stay at five minutes for the entire week. It's really up to you. And then you can build on it each week or each day. And, you know, if you've got busy or someone that's like, I can't meditate, I have no time, like kids are all over the place, schedule's crazy, like get up 10 minutes earlier and meditate for five minutes and see how that impacts you, you know? Just try it out. You do have time. You make the time, right? And you just keep going through the list like that. That's what I suggest. So as you bring this discussion on inner child to a close, I want you to remember that this journey is deeply personal. It's unique to each one of us, and it is about embracing the complexities of our life, of our past and present. 
weaving together those threads of self-awareness, compassion, resilience, and like I said before, listening to this podcast was a good starting point, but you have to put in that action if you want to see and feel real change. So take it one step at a time, listen to the whispers of your inner child, nurture yourself as best you can with love and kindness and grace, and trust that healing is not only possible, but absolutely within your reach. This is just the beginning of your journey. I want you to stay tuned for more insights and explorations into inner child work in future episodes. I'll definitely do a part two soon. It might not be the next one I do, but probably the one after that. Um, And until then, you know, just keep embracing your journey and know that you are never alone on this path. Um, And P.S., if you have not done this yet, I would so appreciate a quick just like star review or a little written review of the podcast. I love to see your feedback so much. It helps other people find the show as well. Um, And it really keeps me going and excited about creating for you. So yeah, I would love, 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 love that. I will see you next time. Thanks for being here. Bye.